0: Hello and welcome to this Day in Film episode seven. I'm your host, Donald Perry, and with me today is Greg Toby. Now in today's episode we're gonna be talking about uh Shaun of the Dead. I was about to say hot fuzz. That would have what? yeah. I was I was about to say hot fuzz and just completely forgot that we're not doing that. Was... Yeah, it was
1: two weeks ago, mate.
0: This this order has messed me up. Like we need <laughs> We should have done it in order. We shouldn't have done. Should have, shouldn't have yeah, done this last. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, so as per usual, there is news, but there's nothing big enough for us to talk about. So we'll go no. straight into the main topic now. Greg, what did you yes. think? What What do you think? Of Shaun of the Dead.
1: Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. So it's. Got to be. I mean, this is one of the few horror films that I'd I can actually, you know, enjoy watching. Um, it's incredibly funny. It rifts. It rifts on a classic genre. Great um, cast, as usual. Um, yeah, just just all round really well thought out, well written, well shot film. You?
2: Uh,
0: yeah, I think it's an incredible film. Like it's true comedy gold, like British comedy gold as well. And uh, uh, although I don't think, I think it's probably, in my opinion, it's like the least. It's the, it's not the worst. I, w- I don't want to say the worst in the trilogy, because obviously yeah. it's not. It's not bad at all. It's amazing. But in my expectations, it's third. It comes third in the trilogy. And I think it's just because like their kind of storytelling and stuff, it evolved with the other two. And definitely. I think they came into our own. Because obviously this one was a bit more like, we've got to kind of hold it back. Because if this goes tits up, then we're, you know, we're buggered here.
1: No, definitely. It feels a lot safer than the other two.
0: Yeah. I mean, the cast in this is, well, the cast in this is a lot less like A-list, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so it's it. I mean, it was really Edgar just casting his friends.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, ah, uh, who's the one from space who plays Yevon? Is it?
1: Uh, Marsha.
0: Marsha, his his ex girlfriend. Yeah, is it his ex? I don't know. His friend. The what? The no, one. No.
1: Um, it was um, Daisy. Daisy. Yeah, um, Jessica Hines.
0: Just kind of yeah. should not play Daisy. I thought it was I it was Yvonne or Hell something. Oh
1: yeah, Daisy Steiner.
0: Daisy Steiner. Oh that's, yeah. Oh that's weird. I sw- I could have sworn it was Yvonne or something like that. But it basically, like no. you know, having her from Spaced, which is, you know, uh, if you know about Spaced, they did a zombie uh, startup. In one of the... Uh, cold open, I guess. In one of the episodes. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I need to, but...
1: Uh, oh, you need to. The whole... It's all
0: Yeah. I watched, like, two episodes of it, and then like, I kind of just forgot about it. Which is not okay. good. No. But basically... In... So basically, they did that because they wanted to do a zombie thing. And it was, like, Resident Evil, I think it was. Like, trying to parody. But... Yeah, that's it. That was their first one. And, uh... A thing I found funny, because I have watched that scene... Just separately, mm. in that scene in Spaced, you know he's spinning around with the shotgun, and it's like kind of going into like it's kind of first person mode, but it's not first person mode. And mm. in Shaun of the Dead, when he's firing the Winchester rifle, it does the exact same shot, kind of like
1: no, exactly, scene yeah. for scene.
0: There's no like obviously location stuff is different, but it's bang on, and that, mm. like it really can. Kind of shows that they wanted to do it Definitely. and yeah. it was them just doing something they wanted to do and then obviously with Hot Fuzz and the World's End, they got to do it in a more personal, more fun way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel Spaced was really the breeding ground for Edgar's style, really, and everything he wanted to do, you know, which yeah. he went on to do in the Cornetto movies.
0: Well, speaking of uh, Shaun the Dead, brief brief description of the film: Shaun uh, and his friend Ed, basically Ed's useless, and uh, the zombie apocalypse. They go and save friends and family, end up in a pub, and that's it. That's okay. pretty much that's pretty much the story of the film. But um, have, this has nothing to do with Shaun the Dead. But it's a horror comedy.
2: Okay. Yeah. So
0: horror comedy, short the Dead a horror comedy. That's what it is. That's the genre. Hmm. It's a it's one of the like most successful ones in that genre, to be honest. Definitely, it is. Yeah. And it's one of the only ones I've watched because I don't really like horror, just you no, know, not my kind of cup of tea or whatever. But hmm. the uh Truth Seekers I think it is. Okay. Don't swear. Don't. i am not gonna swear to swear that. But the new Amazon Prime show starring and written by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost about yeah, paranormal, something
1: like that.
0: Paranormal ex- uh, invest- uh, investigators. But that, like, you know, so they've done this. They did show of the Dead* first, but mm-hmm. well, not not first. But you know, that was the kind of after *Space*. That was, was, their was the breakout. Thing. Yeah, it was the breakout role. Space does. Space was kind of a breakup, but not really. So, you know, to go back to something like that, I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Oh, it should be good. Yeah, it's like going back to their roots.
0: Yeah, and it's. But I, um, the thing that I saw about it was they said that it's meant to be like scary, like actually horror. Hmm. And it kind of feels like because of Hot Fuzz, with some of the gory scenes in that. I get the film, if yes. they'd done Hot Fuzz later on, we would have seen a more gory film.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like a more you know, the a darker... is always played for last.
0: Yeah, like I mean in those. David is it? The Nobter with the uh, glasses and stuff.
1: Tim Me- Tim Messenger.
0: No, in in Sean the Dead, the dickhead with the glasses. The twat.
1: Oh yeah, um David. David Yeah,
0: yeah, David. Yeah, he get when yeah, he, he gets his guts ripped out and stuff. It's all for comedy. Like it's the same effects they used to use. Like it looks so bad. Yeah,
1: it's, it's very Dawn of the Dead.
0: Yeah, and it's meant to because it's like this is the same kind of thing they did. So you no, liked exactly. it back then, and it's yeah. But anyway, <laughs> i I've, I've been talking for like five minutes now. So, how do you think it compares to the other? two films in this trilogy
1: um it's a lot more pulled back as you said sort of the the style it's it's there but it's very subdued um it's not as glossy it's much more rough and raw um and well personally i think it's actually funnier in my opinion the the jokes seem to be more of the focus really
0: yeah i think I think that's definitely something that comes through but and that's the thing that's that's a, actually' that's a slight problem I have with it in okay. so when his mum dies, that scene is extremely emotional
2: oh totally
0: you know, and it's it reminded me a bit of how the world's end doesn't get emotional until the scene behind the bar at the end you know when they kind of reveal that he's you know suicidal and alcoholic and all that stuff like it kind of showed me like they like to do the fun bit and then get into the serious bit later on that's the style
1: no totally
0: and it's, it's a bit like Shaun of the Dead it kind of comes off like it makes sense but all of the deaths so far have been so like jokey. That
1: no, totally they've all been sort of all of a sudden, just like bra dead.
0: Yes, yeah, like um Philip. They have. They try. They try to have that emotional scene with you know like you know I'm sorry for being a bad dad or whatever. Mm. And it's like it's meant to be emotional,
1: but I no yeah didn't
0: really get it because it's like you know we haven't. You know, he's he's all he, he has bad feelings toward this guy. And that's it. Like,
2: hmm. you
0: know, we haven't been told that he's actually a good guy. Because it could be he's a dick. Well, So,
2: yeah. I think... Th-
0: <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say now. I'm just like,
1: I'm just rambling know, about but this, but... I know what you mean. That scene, it's definitely, like, it's got all of this build-up. You know all of this. I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I should have been a better dad, etc., yeah. etc. And it's just like, you know, um, Simon Pegg's crying, and then all of a sudden, it's just like he's not there anymore. His eyes goes go white, and it's just like everyone out. All of a yeah. sudden,
0: well, it's, it literally goes. It goes straight into a joke. Yeah, because he is you know, he's gone. And he goes, you know, and, she, and he's like, he's like, she's like, where's he gone? Classic, you know, classic. Kind of dad joke. i mum like a mom joke. That's, yeah, classic like mum joke there. And then he and then he goes, he's dead. And then she goes, no, he isn't. And then it's just like, oh, that is because it's a bit weird. Because also, when he when she dies, there's a little bit of time where she's still like dead.
1: No, absolutely, yeah.
0: So it's like they kind of change the physics of it.
1: Yeah, and the, the rules definitely get changed a lot.
0: But then I think that's the garbage thing, because that's a classic zombie movie thing, isn't it? Like, Walking Dead uh, does that a lot. Like, oh, Gary's being bitten, but don't worry. He might not turn in like, a day <laughs> or two, or he might turn, like, right now, and we'll just be all, we're all No, dead.
1: exactly. It's either wait until next episode, or, you know. Holy shit, he's just back. Snap. Yeah.
0: It's. <laughs> That I feel like if we had another one, mm. like, if Edgar Wright and the other two, you know, Simon payne and Nick Ross, if they did a kind of Shaun of the Dead kind of movie, maybe Dust from Dust or Shaun, whatever, I feel like a more horror aspect, a more horror-orientated comedy could yeah. work more now because they're a bit more kind of established and they're allowed to do more now.
1: Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, they're like they're at the point where they can sort of pick and choose their projects.
0: Yeah, that's I mean you've got Peg doing like Star Trek whenever that Mission
1: comes. Mission Impossible. If,
0: yeah, Mission Impossible. Whatever they're doing with their own company, stolen pictures, I think it is, isn't it?
1: Yeah, stolen so, picture. S so,
0: a Songpain Nick Frost's own company. That was a weird one, because they didn't do anything for years with that. Yeah. I know they, yeah. Annu- they announced stuff, but then that was it. They just have like radio silence.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's a bit odd.
0: So, so they are definitely, like... Because uh, they were in their... What was it? He was, was he, like, 29 at the start or something like that? He was late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. So... You know, they were still very. They weren't young into it.
1: No, no, but, but they were like, yeah.
0: But obviously, at that age, they had to impress.
1: You know. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: So if they did a zombie movie, and it was a bomb. And.
1: That then that'd be it. it
0: that that's that's the thing because if they'd done a horror movie, it would not have. It would not have been as successful.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, having a horror movie as your first film, you know, it doesn't work for all directors, you know, but thankfully, it worked for Edgar.
0: Yeah. But it's like, horror movies traditionally don't make much, as much money. They don't, you know, it's just it's facts. And no, yeah. So, I feel like that's why I was saying, like, if they did one now, that was horror, which they, which they seemingly are, with the truth seekers mm. or whatever it's called, that Like, they can do it now, and people will, if they did a film, people would go and see it because it's, you know, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost or Edgar Wright, but back then, it was, we have to do this, and we have to do it right, because if this goes down, that's it, you know, that's Mm. that's not it, but, you know, we're probably not going to be as uh, prominent or well off.
1: No, it's a, you know, it's a huge risk and you can definitely see that watching it. Yeah. Yeah, Now,
0: I've been talking for ages. What do you, what do you like most about the film?
1: In terms of what I most like, it's how it takes the zombie genre and almost breathes a new life through it, from taking the, um the old tropes of, um, you know, them being stuck in, you know, the cabin, or in this case, a pub, fending off zombies, um, and things like um, sort of them being taken one by one until it's only one or two. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that it sort of... It doesn't shy away from, um, you know, blatantly... Referencing. So, um, you know the line, uh, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. So that's a di- almost direct reference to the original Night of the Living Dead, uh, in which, um, you know, a guy says, "No, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Is It's... That's the...
0: Actually, yeah, that's the thing about... The first two are very cliché. In like Absolutely. what they do, and that's the whole point. Yeah. And then it's weird because when you look at The World's End, it's both cliche, and it's also not at all because mm. it's an alien innovation, but that's not the main focus as such. Point. It's about the punk role the whole film, and like sure, the dead. It's about the it's about the survivors surviving, but there's zombies. There's zombies, yeah. The zombies, yeah. And Hot Fuzz, yeah. it's about the police. It's about, yeah, like, doing that. Buddy. And then there's the whole mystery. So
1: I think... No, absolutely.
0: It's it's very cliche in the right way.
1: Yeah, it's sort of... It's it's Edgar Wright demonstrating his love for the genre. You know, he's a self-proclaimed cinephile. You know, he's... Yeah. Like, if you look online, he's uh, he's got a list of, like, a thousand... Like, favorite films, and the amount of stuff there, you know, like, it's it's everything from things like 2001 to like um, obscure zombie flicks.
0: Oh, it's so, like, I mean, the wow how much, how old do they be? Like, they must be, yeah, so like, early 30s, late 20s. Yeah, very they, young. Yeah, they were, yeah. Obviously, people get into it younger, and people get into it older. Hmm. But they came in and it was two thousand and four. So when I think about two when I think about comedy movies, I think Anchorman came out in two thousand and four.
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Yeah. But when I think about like you know, old comedy movies from like around that era, like around that time period, I kinda of hmm. think like you know Adam Sandler movies, so, you know, know, exactly. think, yeah, a few probably
1: can't. yeah, and things like Will Ferrell, uh, yeah. John C. Riley, Seth Rogen, yeah.
0: But I can't really say like, oh yeah, there's like you know, British or oh, like um, Sash Brown Cohen, the UK.
1: No, exactly, yeah.
0: But it was like the I G. Yeah, so having this new comedy thing coming from a TV show, kind of same people, so yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think that's why um Judy Robert no.
1: What's her name? Uh Penelope Winton. Is that her name? I believe, from Space played uh, the mother. Oh, um no. Uh I said her name earlier, didn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah you did. Um, I forgot forgotten. Jessica. Hines. <laughs>
0: to have her in it, it's like a we had her on we had her on like you know, call or message. And so yeah we just kind of asked her, like, John to come in for a short role. And it's... No, absolutely. That's an easy thing to do, isn't it? Like... Hm. The... I don't know. I, I feel like I need to be... I feel like we need to say more about this film. But you I, don't, don't, know what, again. Yeah. I it, don't know what... Yeah, again I don't know what to say. It's
1: like the other two.
0: It's... When you talk about something you love... It's hard to talk about it for a long time without just yeah, sounding like saying, a, yeah, yeah, without sounding like a bit of a dick because you're like, oh, I love this film so much. It's yeah, like exactly. After about five minutes, people just go, "I don't give a shit." See you. Mm. And I think like the <laughs> the corner trilogy, like it's one of those things where mm. it really does kind of. I don't know, it just... It has a special place in, I think, cinema history.
1: Oh, very much so.
0: And I think, like... I know there's people who hate it, probably. It, it, it happens all the time. There's people who don't like World's End, there's people who don't like Shaun of the Dead, there's people who don't like Hot Fuzz. There's people who love all three, there's people who love one and hate the others. Or... It's all about opinion.
1: No, but... exactly, it's all subjective.
0: But I can't say that I've met anyone who has said, oh, I don't like those films.
1: No, exactly. I mean, I know people who don't like The World's End, for example. That's definitely the divisive one. But the other two, certainly not. And that's... You know, I... I yeah.
0: That's the weird thing. Like, The World's End, I think it's a great film. I really do.
1: Oh, it's brilliant, yeah.
0: And so when, t- when people say, like, oh, I don't like it as much, it's like, like why? Hmm. And they never explain why.
1: No, that's the thing. Like, maybe they've only watched it once. You know, and these films, like, you grow to love them more and more as you watch them.
0: Yeah. But I mean, just just having watched all three of them World's End, I watched twice. But having watched all Mm -hmm. three of them, you know, Shaun the Dead definitely kind of came off as, like, yeah, it's great, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. At the same level, because they were held back. Like, I feel like it. I f- I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the studio, like side of it, but I get. No. I, I do get the feeling. Like, it could be they held themselves back, uh, like out of fear mm. of like, if we if we go all out and this bombs, what you know? How are we gonna feel about that?
1: it could also be a matter of running out of steam really because you see you know how much each one gets bigger and bigger you know you wouldn't want to have the very first one to be absolutely huge because you know you'd run out of momentum
0: and it's the thing is is, it could it could very easily be a b-movie
1: exactly it really could be because, yeah, I mean that's what zombies were at that zombie movies were at that point, you know, they from, still are. you know, ever since the nineties. I think Um
0: uh, 2010, 2009, 2011, I don't know. Zombieland. You know, yeah. American zombie comedy. Yeah. Nowhere near as good as Shaun of the Dead, I don't think. Because Absolutely not, it takes yeah. In that film, it's about like, oh, we're Americans, we're badasses, and we kill
1: zombies. And Bill Murray is here.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit like, eh. but when you see when you mm. see Shaun of the Dead and they throw records at zombies, they throw kitchen utensils that do absolutely nothing and they miss most of the shots. Exactly. It's like these people are relatable. You know. Like, yeah.
1: It, yeah, it feels like a film made with actual like love. Really?
2: Yeah. Like
0: they wanted you know, to kind effort. of. Yeah, they wanted to like go. All oh, right, here's film.
1: That's the yeah, thing, rather like, than yeah, rather than the American way of making movies, which is, well, if it makes money, let's make it. Yeah, that's
0: basically it. But, you know, um, looking at it, Hot Fuzz is the one film that has like. It takes away from ordinary people as such. Hm. Because it doesn't focus on the everyman.
1: Does it? Like... No, well there is no really no everyman. I mean the closest we get is probably probably Danny. Yeah. You know, he's you know, he's caught up in all of it. Rather but... than, you know, being like, you know, the hero or villain, really.
0: So Sean is an idiot. He really is. Just a bit. He's an idiot. Like there's no denying that he is like No. You know, no, definitely not. His whole plan is his whole plan is good and then mm. And then Ed's you know, Ed just goes out Oh we need we need to go somewhere and it's like Alright we'll go to Winchester then it's just like
1: Yeah. Your yeah the plan, place we've been going every yeah, night.
0: <laughs> your plan about staying at the apartment probably would have worked out better.
1: Just so, I think so.
0: Yeah, but, like, hmm. uh, Nicholas Angel is the badass cop, because that's the cliche. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. And then, uh, Gary King is the troubled man. He is. Who tries yeah. to hide it, and it's, he's the troubled man who tries to hide it, but it's so obvious when you can see it. Hmm. When you know what it is, you can see it blatantly. So I yeah. think that's why I think the characters are more kind of re- more relatable in Shaun of the Dead and World's End.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what one thing I take away from the trilogy is how it's really about growth, sort of. So Shaun of the Dead is you when you're younger. You know, you don't know what you're doing, so you're just drifting along, sort of. Um, you know, you're naive. Yeah. Then you get to Hot Fuzz and you're sort of getting into the groove of things, you know, you're sort of I'd say late 20s, mid 30s and you know you're sort of getting your life together and you know, everything's going great everything's, everything's you know, coming up yeah. and then the last one is you know, you're sort of 40s you know, late 40s, early 50s and you're sort of Things are falling apart. You got regrets. You know that. It's sort of, yeah. It's a it's a timeline, really. I think it's yeah very much reflective of yeah just growing up in a sort of a this modern world we live in. See, really, that's one thing I take take from it. See,
0: I think to kind of follow up on that, but also change it completely. I think uh, it kind of shows the difference the different paths life can take you. You know?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Sean the Dead. We don't know anything about Sean, apart from the fact that his dad left when he was 12, and Philip... And he's a DJ. Yeah, he's a DJ. Philip has been his stepdad for 17 years. So he's been Mm -hmm. there for longer than his actual dad was. No, yeah. So we have no reason, like we've no reason to believe that you know oh he's just a, he's a failure he's an idiot cuz he he kind of it comes across cuz he's working a very like dead end job mm. you know he's not like a manager or anything he's not the top cop and obviously a good hot fuzz and he is the top cop
1: cuz no exactly of his game
0: yeah and like in that you hear his origin story essentially of oh i had a you know i had the uh the like pedal police car and I went around arresting yeah. people like twice my age and twice my size They got beaten up and then it, was it his uncle or granddad or something he gets like arrested he, was his uncle, yeah. he gets arrested and he's yeah, like I never touched that yeah I never touched that I let it rust but that kind of morale like that moral code didn't leave me and obviously he uses no. that to strive and then we get to Gary King and he focuses on that night. That one night he was supposed to go everywhere and it went nowhere for him. Because he wasn't mm. looking it right.
1: You know? Yeah, he sees that as has the anchor of his life, really. It's the only thing going for him, really. The only thing he's ever been, you know, like ever been thinking about.
0: And I think just to see that, like, these three characters played by the exact same actor are so yeah. starkly different. Oh yes yeah. every single yeah. way.
1: So much range.
0: And they're all co written by the actor.
1: Like, mm.
0: like yes yes, um Nick Frost's characters are very different. Yeah. But he does play like he does kind He's of play the kind of very uh, I don't know what the word would be. I was gonna say kind of Timid, but that's not what I want to say. He's not yeah, an idiot, but he's like, like the side-lined, yeah. He's of camp, Ed and Danny. are uh, they're not as like they're not as prominent. They're not as forefront. And then you get uh, I forgot what his Andy. name is Andy. You get Andy, and he's he's the grown up one. Hmm. So it's almost yeah, like yeah. Change. It's almost like in Shaun of the Dead and The World's End, uh, Simon Pegg is the kind of like teenager one, you know, the failed teenager who never grew up. Yeah. And then you get to, you know, Nick Frost, and then in the first two, he's the kind of teenager who didn't grow up as such. And then in the third one, he. And then becomes in the, the end,
1: the... he's there to pick up the pieces when you know, Simon Pegg's character breaks down.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a real kind of, I think it's the thing about their, like, relationship as friends and, like, as two actors. Yeah. And I think it proves how well they, mm. like, how well they know each other.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely seems, like, I don't know whether this is true or not, but it seems, like, reflective of their real life Friendship, perhaps.
0: Because, well, um, the whole thing about World's End is obviously Sam Pegg, you know, was an alcoholic. And Nick Frost is his best friend. Yeah. And in the World's End, Andy is Gary's best friend, who left him. Because... Mm. Well, no, Gary King left him, but then, like, he didn't go after him. And it's a bit Mm. like... Yeah, there's a bit like, you know, the in the real life he's the friend who didn't leave or something like that. Obviously we don't know. Now we've kinda gone off topic.
1: (laughs) But No, but I mean it's an it's an interesting sort of little tangent to go on because it allows us to actually deconstruct, you know, sort of the the hidden thread really that doesn't get mentioned enough, really.
0: Yeah. I mean we we both just said two different ways of looking at this trilogy. That
1: are yeah, there may abs- be a third.
0: Yeah, but they are absolutely not canon as such. Because mm. they didn't have... When they wrote Shaun the Dead, they didn't have the story of the other two in mind. No, definitely not. So, it's like... What, we're, what, I, what we basically just said is we have just said a fan theory about, like... Mm you know about the next star wars movie when it has not yeah. been written. you know it's like that it's like we're saying something mm. about something that they didn't even know so it's not it's not, it's not that way but it's nice to think mm. that
1: yeah i mean someone's going to hear this and they're going to be like hopefully mm, that make a good you know little video essay and you know they better credit us though
0: they better have you got much else to say on this because <laughs>
1: um i mean other than just constantly praising it yeah yeah no and that's the thing um, i don't want
0: to i don't want to do that because that'll get boring as hell so yeah i don't know i feel like we should probably wrap this up here
2: it's, yeah it's
0: uh half an hour it's you know it's a short episode but i feel like we've had a very very kind of on st- on topic discussion so, Very uh, much.
1: And we've, we've definitely you know, been talking about all three of these on a whole throughout this three-part yeah. Cornetto special.
0: I think, honestly, you can't do it in any way.
1: No. You really can't. But It's either you know all or none.
0: Yeah, because if you say... If you're talking about them all... If you're talking about them individually, you're, t- you're losing some of it because mm. it's part of a trilogy... Obviously, they're not connected.
1: No, no. I mean, it's not an official trilogy.
0: It has, it's kind of become an unofficial official trilogy. Exactly, there isn't an official trilogy. It's a, you know, it's a weird one, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shall we wrap this up then? Or yeah, let's go. Yeah. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, please feel free to kind of like and subscribe or. Whatever they do on podcasting websites, I don't know. Yeah,
1: what, whatever you like. Yeah,
0: share, follow. I don't know. Go look at the Instagram if you want. I said subscribe. I'm lost here. Got- <laughs> I, what I was on. But <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> just yeah, do what you usually would. Us. Yeah, share it if you want. You know, just hope you enjoyed it. Mm. And see you next time. See you then.
1: Yeah, Bye. see you next week.